Welcome back to a brand new episode of We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb, alongside virtually, of course, as always, Sasha. Wear a fucking mask outside still, you fuckers. <laughs> the goddamn Delta variant is here, and I don't want it fucking up my <laughs> my fall plans. Well, your your name is a lot more impressive than the, the name I would give you, uh, Caleb Salah. <laughs> After, you know, uh, some Salah who's famous somewhere, you know, may have had a good week heard, or something. That guy's really cool. Yeah, that guy's really cool. He has like a like a crown he wears because he's like the king of a of like Egypt or oh, something. But, yeah, he's really oh, good. He's, the, he's not sponsored by Burger King. He he should be. Although I don't if know that, if it really fits in with his exactly. diet. <laughs> I mean, one, he's Muslim. Two, he's a football player. So Burger King doesn't fit into I think either of those really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, get vaccinated as well if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten vaccinated. Why not? It's like free everywhere. Yes. We are clearly in a crisis. Yeah, if the government know. is giving out free vaccines, guys, <laughs> consider that. Government makes you pay for goddamn near everything. Like, oh, please have this for free so we can go back to our normal lives. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to put on, on my seatbelt and drive to places where I go and wear a shirt and shoes into the businesses that I that I frequent. Yes. Put on a mask too. God damn it. Okay. You know who, <laughs> you know who had a mask on his goal? was Jonathan Klinsman. God damn it. I hate myself for this. I I should forewarn the I should warn the people. I was with my family this weekend and that's not why I'm swearing. Like I wasn't mad at them, but like I didn't like tamp it down around my grandparents. No, I keep the swears to a minimum. So they kind of bubbled up at work and now here today. So, sorry? I understand you feel like, because uh, when was I wanted to match against Houston, I had like these kids in front of me and I was in the supporter section. So I was like, because supporter section, anything goes. Well, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say <laughs> that, but like you can hear yeah, anybody say almost yeah. anything uh, within the spectrum. Uh, but yeah, I had, I had to tell, like mellow it out. So I understand that. But it's worse because we're with family. Like, you have to... There's conse- real consequences as opposed to strangers. I think I said shit once, and that was that was okay. it. That's not that's not one of the bad ones. Yeah, that's not, no. not too bad. It was also the first night. But I was talking about the Yankees, so... No, I think I was talking about Kirk Cousins, who is not vaccinated. And should be vaccinated. Anyway... We're here to talk about that football team because our football team is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, they did lose this past weekend to the Galaxy 1-0. Uh, Kevin Cabral scored the only goal for the Galaxy. Jonathan Klinsman, yes, the same Klinsman as Jurgen Klinsman, um, was in goal. Um, unfortunately, his, his dad wasn't his coach, otherwise he'd be playing like, like left back or something. <laughs> but really fantastic game from him, unfortunately. Um just fantastic, great saves all game. Loon's very unlucky here not to, to take something away from this game. Yeah, this was... I did not not watch this game uh, live, but from what I hear everybody say, we should have scored and we didn't. And part of that is that we were missing, you know, our, our Robin Hood, our Robin Lude. He was not starting up front, who knew was. And who knew has been on a dry spell, which... In several episodes back, we I said we shouldn't be concerned about, and now I myself am getting concerned about. 
Yeah. I, mm, I mean, when you have a goalkeeper that, that is that hot, it's tough. Mm-hmm. They, they played in on Tuesday, and if and it's a much weaker team in San Jose, judge them after that game, I think. Judge who know after that yes. game. Much sweeter team defensively. Sure, it's on the road. Sure, it's $2 beer night, which, I mean, that alone should make you want to watch. Something's, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. You want to be in the set live. Um, after that, if it's still, he's still firing blanks, it's time, time to check out. See a fertility shooter goal scoring doctor. That analogy fell apart immediately. I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, I was trying to see if I could connect that to like a, a, a striker whisperer of some sort, but there's no, there's no, no jump from that. No, <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Um, Loons have a winner crisis at this moment, which we joked about. I mean, we joked about the Loons having too many winners. Well, now we have too few. Mood um, out, as you mentioned, Sasha. Also joining him on the injured list is Nico Hansen, who has been pivotal coming off the bench, and also Franco Fardapane, who we haven't seen since June, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe July 4th, that game. Um, either way, not great. Um, luckily, Ethan's been playing pretty well, but at this point, uh, uh, McMaster just came off the COVID list. Is he ready to play? He played 20 minutes on Saturday. Do you have to? Do you have to, just tell me they don't have to start Agudelo? Please, please tell me they don't have to start. Agudelo. Yeah, I mean Agudelo is the only other sub we used. I mean LA used all five of theirs, and we only did two. One of them's Agudelo, so it's like a non-sub. I hate to say it, but if if we start Agudelo against San Jose, it's going to be a very very timid game. Yeah, I, I need to see more from him. So far, I, th- I think he started the first Austin game that the Loons lost. And also, just his appearances have been lackluster. I compare him to Nico Hansen's appearances off the bench, and it's just night and yes. day, honestly. Yes. Um. <laughs> um, so one real quick, I just, just want to point out, $2 beer night at San Jose had to learn nothing from baseball. Have you heard of Ten Cent Beer Night? No. I think it was the Cle- Cleveland versus the Rangers. I know it was the Rangers was the were the away team. I think it was Cleveland. At, at Cleveland, there was Ten Cent Beer Night and like no limit on beers, and there ended up being like a like a huge brawl between fans and just every single player on the field, pretty much. And at one point, the Dallas the Dallas uh, Texas Rangers were like. Standing back to back in a circle with bats to try and get out of the stadium. It's a great uh, episode about it on the Dollop podcast. Just search on your podcast app Ten Cent Beer Night" and you'll find it. And it's fucking wild. There's always a danger when you uh, give too much beer to a, a, a massive crowd. Uh, I, I recently watched this documentary, and I, I don't know much about basketball, but it was a between about an incident that happened between. You probably know this better. The Pistons, oh, yeah, 2004, the Pistons and mm-hmm. you know, yep. Pacers, the Pacers, yes. The Malice Exactly, the and, you know, a lot of that event happens because a fan chucks a beer, you know, out of the stands. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't, 
trust San Jose bros to <laughs> <laughs> to drink a lot of beer and be civil. No. But there, there is, there's hope that you know the one thing that can quell the the San Jose Bros is that one of their own, who was in the stands with them before, Chris Wondolowski, might be able to control people from coming on the pitch. Things get too rowdy. He is, he is Maybe. the matador of those bulls. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, set up to make his 400th MLS appearance if he does play on Tuesday. So what achievement for him? Um, Speaking of strikers, Ramon Abila signs with DC United. He already played a game with them. I don't know how he. I don't think he scored. I doubt it. But good for him for to find a place that maybe will actually play him. Good for his career, I guess. Um, some sad news here on the women's national team front. Carly Lloyd has announced her retirement from soccer. Um, she will finish the NWSL season, however, with Gotham. Um, the true legend of the sport, um, all-time leader in goals for the women's national team, and in two World Cups medal in there as well just a, a legend of the sport yeah uh i think first of what's going to be many retirements we're going to see in the next two years i i honestly don't know how many from the olympic squad is, are going to make it to the next world cup um and if they do it's kind yeah. of like uh what, what's the thing like kind of their exit ceremony i feel like they're going not because they're the ideal choice but it's kind of like they're just this, that's how they want to end it. Like, Rapino could retire mm-hmm. right now. I mean, she, I still think she has some of the tank, but, like... <laughs> I mean, she scored two Olympicos in the that's last true. game, so, yeah, she has something left in the, in the yeah. tank. But I do think if that Olympics goes better, if they do end with a gold medal, a lot of people retire very soon yes. after, for mm-hmm. sure. They end on a high yeah. note. But some of those players might have that competitive drive to be like, ah, just, just one more chance to be on yeah. top. So who knows, um, but fantastic, fantastic career for Charlie Lloyd. Yeah, I mean, that much. I saw her store once at Allianz. That was pretty cool. Yeah, went on to MLS, where no one stored <laughs> at Allianz or otherwise. Uh, San Jose nil, Vancouver nil. Maybe they could use some $2 beers to make that game a little more fun. <laughs> That's the real reason behind I mean, the $2 beers. <laughs> yes, it is. Guys, we need to score real bad. You know, pump our fans full of beer. And also, hands to die 20, 10 beers, please. <laughs> oh, God. Um but yeah, it's gonna be this bad. is uh, I mean, this the only thing that's good about this is that San Jose is our next opponent. I was wrong last week saying it was Houston. I'll admit that Houston is a couple weeks out at the end of August, but yeah, this gives me a, yeah, San, a hope. Uh, yeah, San Jose. Um, I think four of the last six games have been draws. They're unbeaten in those last six, last six games, but I mean, it's like it's not a very impressive unbeaten streak with only two wins in there. Um, but still, away, Moons have their, have it, uh, could have a tough time on the road. Uh, Atlanta United signed their new coach, Gonzalo Pineda, from uh, the Sounders. He was assistant coach under Brian Schmetzer, also a former Sounders player. Um, does he look like an accountant? No, not at all. Or no. a math teacher? No. Okay. Just, just, just yeah. wondering. Uh, he looks like a Sounders player. <laughs> he looks like, like you could throw the jersey <laughs> on him right now. You're like, yeah, he's he's part. He looks like he's supposed to be in the lineup. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how to 
maybe this is the the forces of evil combining in other people's opinion but he led uh, in his first game he led uh atlanta to a win uh with the help of a goal from joseph martinez a name we never like to say on this podcast unless it's for a bad reason Unless it's too bad, like a career, like a season-ending injury. <laughs> uh, they did beat LAFC. The game was at Atlanta, yeah. and LAFC, as we've said, underperforming immensely this year. Not very good. Bob Bradley has to be his bald head must be sweating like he's been eating too much chili. Yep. You know. Went to Toronto versus New England. Uh, Toronto lost two to one. Uh, offsetting goals by Tejan Buchanan and Jonathan Osorio. And then in the 80th minute, Eric Zavaleta, like perfect form tackle if he was playing American football on Adam Busta in the box. Um, Gustavo Bo converted from New England, clear on penalty. Don't know what he was thinking doing that, but ended up not working in the end. More penalties in this game, next game. Uh, Montreal 2, Red Bulls 1. Yeah. Two of the three goals came from penalties, and that instantly makes the goal, the the three goals sound boring. Uh, one came from Patrick Clamella of New York Rebels in the extra time of first half. The other one came for Victor Winyama of Montreal in extra time of the second half. Um, the true highlight of this game is that uh, Sanusi Ibrahim, a name we I don't I've never said on here before, scored the only free play goal game. It. He is an 18 year old who got subbed on, and he got a like perfect header. Yeah, you know, down into the into the left, uh, so the keeper couldn't save it. So, good for good for Sunusi. Yeah, hopefully more goals to come. That's a great name to say, and we we'll want to say more on our podcast. Yeah. Um, New York City FC beat Inter Miami two to one. Castellanos with the brace. One of those was a penalty, um, and all of a sudden that crisis that at Miami that ESPN FC said was over, <laughs> no longer over. Um, just, I mean, we're in the podcast game so we're also very reactionary but come on ESPN you get paid for this shit <laughs> exactly oh uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's yeah. some projection or hopes or if like they're being told by the league uh, you know I, I, I called it before it was propaganda so it's propaganda it's some it's Beckham as someone on the inside you know like, just, hey just, just say whatever we're done losing all these games although he might not care anymore <laughs> the Premier League started so he might not give a exactly. shit. Are the Spice Girls touring yet? He might not give a <laughs> shit at, uh, for anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Speaking of not giving a shit, uh, <laughs> FC Dallas uh, is a team I no longer am concerned about because they lost uh, at home 0-2 to SKC. Uh, Polito and Saloy uh, both scored for Kansas City, and now we can officially say Dallas is bad. Dallas is really bad. Yeah. Uh, Dallas is really bad. We, sh- we should have <laughs> known that. And those two, I think, did we win against them twice? We tied. We won and yeah. tied. Pressure won both. Anyway, <laughs> Colorado, Colorado beat Houston uh, three to one. Wubutar with the header. Um, I guess that will trap shot to <laughs> Marco Maric's solar plexus or like his neck throat area. Trying to broach him. Yep. Which I feel sad about, but oh well. Uh, Fafa Pito did get one goal for Houston on a penalty kick. Um, Barrios and Dalavan stored for Colorado as well. Um, kind of just piling on it at the end with Dalavan's goal. Beautiful goal. Yeah. 
Uh, any insult to injury. Uh, rounding out the the misery of, of of the Texas teams, I just realized all three Texas teams lost this week. Oh, Texas! Everything's bitter, bitter in Texas, including our losing streaks, our losses. <laughs> yeah. Um, RSL beat Austin. Uh, lone goal from Bobby Wood. Uh, Austin got another red card. Uh, as the misery continues, Cascante got a red card for dragging player down outside the box. Initially, it was a yellow, but the ref upgraded it to a red. I think it was kind of a soft red, and the reason it went there is because he put his arm around the neck of the player as he dragged him down. Oh, so that's geez. that's where like he, it's outside the box, but he pulled him down by his neck. So you get the red card. Um, <laughs> you, you, can't, you, know. you can't do it that way. Um, maybe if Matanahe would have hit his bongos louder, they would have won. <laughs> you see that? It was Tondros, but yeah. still. Arsenal was forced to play 40 minutes without a man, but Arsenal still didn't score uh, in the, in that time. So neither team looking all that impressive. Speaking of not impressive, <laughs> the defending champs. Losing the Chicago Fire 1-0? What is this, 2003? Come on. Chicago Fire aren't good. What's happening? Uh, Lucas Stajanovic yep. scores in the 77th minute. Perfect, like, Polish Eastern Bloc name for Chicago. Um, <laughs> we usually save this question or form this question for Colorado. Is Colorado good? And like this season they are. So that's not fun to ask anymore. But Sasha, are Columbus bad? Their defense surely is. They were playing pinball on this goal, not able to clear it constantly. It was kind of pathetic. And really unexpected from the current MLS champions as, as you said this is this is ridiculous I mean I don't feel that bad for them they, they got the trophy it's yeah. fine um, Nashville wait what Nashville 5 <laughs> DC United 2 you mean Nashville also didn't get 2 and draw again <laughs> crazy and surprisingly enough DC United scored first in this <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, Nashville is a team who you can score on early, and they will instantly wake up, I guess. They uh, they have multiple goal scorers. Uh, after that third-minute goal, CJ Punk scored a brace, uh, both of them with headers. Uh, then Mukhtar uh, followed it up with a goal of his own in the 37th minute, gets it to the top of the box, and just a banger. Hits the top of the crossbar and in. This guy... Someone from, from D.C. should have stepped to him. Uh, Ola Kamara did get one back for D.C. in the 41st minute. So at the end of the first half, we already had five goals. It's 3-2. to two, But Nashville closed it down in the second half. Alex Mule scored a brace uh, late in the game. His second goal coming from a penalty kick. His first one, uh, he's in the box, turns and shoots. Beautiful goal. So you're telling me that Nashville had a brace of braces? Yes, they did. And... Uh, it's kind of scary when you think about it, all these different goal scorers from Nashville. They really are becoming an Eastern Conference contender. Well, I can't think of any other team that would destroy a team even worse than Nashville did DC. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Cascadia Cup. Yes. Uh, Sasha, since we're going to talk about the Premier League yes. next, I want you to feel some joy in this podcast. <laughs> so please take it away. Yeah, my, on Portland, Seattle. my only my only joy came from the Cascadia Cup. Uh, Seattle 6, Portland 2. Brace from Freddie Montero, who I thought his like career was kind of over after Vancouver, and he was just kind of finishing off at Seattle. No, he's alive back in Seattle, like 
2011 form Freddie Montero. Um, second goal, complete banger. Sebastian Blanco of, of Portland scored one back in the first half. Uh, and Portland came out swinging in the second half with uh, George Foshive. He brought it level 2-2. And this is where you're thinking, like, oh, this is going to be intense back and forth. Because Portland was keeping up the pressure. They were getting a lot of shots that uh, uh, Stephen Cleveland had to, to save. But then, who else but Ruel Diaz scored his own brace. Uh, one of them being a, a set piece. Just bangs it up into the into the right. Uh, I forgot who was in, in goal for Portland, but he looked absolutely distraught. Um, <laughs> but more misery was to come his way as Jao Paulo got a corner that Jimmy Madranda perfectly volleys in. Uh, this, this also one hitting the top crossbar and in uh, just completely unstoppable. Uh, then newly acquired Nicholas Benazay from the Colorado Rapids gets subbed on, and what else does he do but score in stoppage time? <laughs> uh, I mean, imagine being an Arsenal and a Portland fan, fan this week. Just. Utter despair. Utter despair. <laughs> and on that note, we move on to the Premier League. Uh, um, no? I want, to, I want to talk about Seattle okay, for just yeah. a little bit. Because you, you earned oh, thank it. thank you. Being an Arsenal fan this week. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, they lost the past couple yeah. games. This game, really bouncing back against their biggest rival. Maybe not in the table this year, but definitely regionally. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can use this going forward and take the top spot from Kansas City? Uh, yes. Um, uh, I'm always worried to to base the, like predictions off of rivalries because there's the different dynamics to them, coaches and players being so familiar with each other and you knowing that pitch so well. Um, but Rui Rui Diaz seems like he's on a tear to get, uh, the Golden Boot. So. Even if they don't get the shield this year, if like they lose out to New England, I think they can get the top of the West and take it away from Kansas City on him alone. Also, Loidero is back, and he's looking very well. So even with their like defensive slip-ups, Stephen Cleveland and goal holds it down for them enough, and they have so many goal scorers that, yeah, I think they can take it back from SKC. Darn. But, but okay, I think you're right. I think... I mean, you're right when, like, saying rivalry games are different. There's a different atmosphere, a different drive to yeah. win. But this kind of, like, beatdown of your rival can really catapult the team mm-hmm. up the table. So, I just watch out Kansas City. But now we're going back to the beautiful game in jolly old England. Uh, Premier League starting off with some bad news for Sasha after that the, the highest of how highs in the Tashtadia Derby. Brentford 2, Arsenal 0. Brentford newly promoted side of West London, I believe. Um, the Bees sting the Gunners. I know you haven't watched this game, but I did. I have to tell you. Like, easiest, easiest prediction. I never felt that Arsenal was going to score. I never felt that Arsenal was even threatening Brentford. I could name maybe one player on Brentford's team. That's Ivan Tony, their striker, who didn't score. But um, I think both goals were... One was a recycled corner that wasn't cleared correctly right to Sergio Tanos. And then one was just a long throw into the box that somehow got headed to the far post and then in. You spent £50 million on a, defense, on a center back. 
I, sure, Lacazette and Aubameyang were out, but that doesn't it's you it's use the defense. Burton Leno looks like a broken man. <laughs> do you think? Sasha, do you think Burton Leno? How do you fix this? I don't. How do you fix this? Well, I. <laughs> Uh, if if, if I could answer with? that question, I'd be working at the club. <laughs> I'm honest to God, I think so. Uh, it, I don't want to make excuses. I'm just gonna say, as a fan, I I was prepared for this, and I'm prepared to face it the next couple weeks because our next two matches are Chelsea and Manchester City. Oh, <laughs> so, like, the loss to Brentford was just like, oh, we're just preparing our fans for the depression. <laughs> um. Uh, how many games do you give Arteta if this sort of play continues? People are saying ten. Like if okay, if ten doesn't give, if he can't win the fans over in ten games, then the fans will put enough pressure on um, the board to remove him. So I guess ten. He's got oh. nine more matches, and two of those are almost. <laughs> unless he suddenly like they turn around in two weeks and beat both City and Chelsea, which would be then suddenly like he extends you know how many games he has. But I don't think that's going to happen realistically. Sorry, is there any coach out there that you would take if Arteta were to lose? Um, either if there's a free agent. Or from a smaller club, quote unquote smaller. No, I I think I forgot his name, but he was the coach of Bayern Munich like two years ago. He got like oh he was that's somebody I would take tactically. Um, I wanted to say Pochettino, but that's not a smaller that's not a smaller club. (laughs) (laughs) Pochettino and Arsenal, that'd be. Mm, I don't think the Spurs fans like that. Very and then much. finally, we find out where Harry Kane is going. <laughs> Just moves over. That would be Arsenal can't afford Harry Kane. Come on, that's true. They're they're asking one hundred and sixty million pounds. One hundred and sixty, which would break the previous transfer fee for an English player by sixty million pounds, which was already done by the team that's probably going to buy Harry Kane this offseason. Wild. Yes. Um, good news, though, for the podcast. Liverpool 3, Norwich 0. Goes from Jota, Firmino, and Salah. Salah, Terry and your fancy Premier League team this week. So you're welcome. Thank you. Also becomes the first player to score in five straight Premier League opening matches. Um, so I had a little cameo of him during the game, but Josh Sargent signed with Norwich a week ago for about $9 million. Is this just a step, a lateral move from Werder Bremen, who eroded it last year, to go to a team that's probably going to be in a relegation fight all this year? It is if Josh Sargent doesn't improve his form from his last season in Bundesliga. He was very much uh, neutral, not really showing up on the scoreboard. But if he happens to improve or have a good hot season, then it's not a lateral move. So I think that I think he moves with the okay. hope that he's like, yeah, I'm going to show up and I'm going to score goals in Premier League, which is a very hard thing to do, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you haven't been scoring in the Bundesliga. So, yeah, I'm going to say you're right in calling it a lateral move. Okay, I I would agree with that too. Um, two games for Werder Bremen this year in the 
in the Shrine Bundesliga, two goals for Josh Sargent. So hopefully you can build on that. Again, he only played, I think, like 15, 20 minutes in this game, so not a lot of time to make an impact. Um, Chelsea, three, Palace, nil. Uh, goals from Alonso, Pulisic, and a first senior goal for Trevor Chalaba. Um, beautiful moments when he scored and turned the wheel away then realized what he had just done and kind of falls to his knees in just raw motion of a player who finally made it to the Chelsea team and scored in his debut in the in the Premier League. And, yeah, just a great story for him. Um, there's a tweet going around from, like, I think 2013 where he said, I just... So I'm I'm gonna make it for you, mom, or something like that. So he made it, but hopefully he can continue this and stay with Chelsea. Um, Lukaku, Romelu Lukaku is back to Chelsea for 95 million pounds or dollars. I don't remember euros. I think it was maybe. Um. So does this signal an exit from another center forward? Um, Tammy Abraham. Yeah, it's rumored to be going somewhere. Uh, Spurs might be interested in him as a as a Kane replacement. Um, I would didn't mind him at Liverpool behind Firmino. Um, just the younger striker because our outside of Jota, our front three pretty young or pretty old. I mean, pretty old. They're all late twenties. Uh, I'm late twenties. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but outside of Jota and Harvey Elliott, who's eighteen. Maybe want a little more experience in your depth than just the one guy in Diego Jota. Um, but yeah, I think if anyone leaves Chelsea after this, it's Tammy Abraham. Through no fault of his own. He's been all right. Um, West Ham. Wham. <laughs> Newcastle's ass 4-2. to two. Newcastle fans boo their players off the pitch for, I don't know, playing entertaining football. They Newcastle's fans complain about everything, it seems like. And like they want, there's no expectations from Newcastle except to stay up, really, as long as their owners are still there, they're not willing to spend. So why not just they want to watch entertaining football? And this was an entertaining game. They were up one nothing, goals back and forth. George Michael and oh, what's the other guy? Wham, Andrew something, store goals or whatever, and. Yeah, it's a fun game. Sure, you lost, but you blew your players in the first game back. First game back for the season, but also the first game back as fans and in the stadium. It's not a great atmosphere to be in, and oh, it could get bad from Newcastle fast. Uh, Manchester United five leads one. Sasha, you watched all of this game. Yes. This was one one at one point. What the fuck happened? Uh, Bruno Fernandez happened. <laughs> he is looked he looked so alive more than he did at the Euros. Uh he just scored a hat trick in your opening game of the season. I I mean we've always known he's he had that skill. He was definitely shining last year, but still it's so impressive to see it. And his goals all had either just strength or finesse. <laughs> um he was an unstoppable force, and he I think he gave them momentum. Pogba also had an excellent game. He did miss like a, a close one-on-one goal with the keeper, but he did get four assists. Uh, <laughs> two more than he had all of last season, uh, as you noted. So Yep, I heard that on a podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> so hope they're yeah. right. Did I didn't do any research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is the... 
second year in a row, Leeds have started a Premier League campaign conceding a hat trick. Uh, this year, Bruno Fernandez. Fernandez. Last year, it was Mo Salah. Yeah. <laughs> they they have not changed their play style up at all. It seems like they are all no. out offense, and which is it's fun to watch because it's a, like a team that's like never gives up. They're never like the score. It's like the score doesn't matter to them. They just have this one <laughs> idea of like driving to the goal. Which is great if you're playing an equal or worse team. I honestly think they could beat quite a few teams this way, but not when you're facing one of the one of like the top four clubs, you know, as, such as Manchester United, who look dominant. Just look, they looked, they were playing like it was you know some some off day match, just having fun with the lads. The, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about. Yeah, uh, Leeds also missing Calvin Phillips, who had a long run with England in the Euros. Uh, Plays that kind of holding midfielder right in front of the back four. In this place, they had a center back who normally doesn't play there named Robin Cock, which probably made my dad giggle once <laughs> you heard like that name. Weird. I'm guessing um, that it is his name. His name, grow up, dad. Come on. I also laughed a little bit. Um, but playing a player out of position in such an important role for that Leeds team probably didn't help the situation. Um, hopefully, Calvin Phillips can come back and play like he did last year, which earned him that spot with England. And then, I mean, as an Arsenal fan, probably it's even worse now because Man City nil, Harry Kane won. I mean, uh, Spurs won. <laughs> Actually, Harry Kane wasn't even in the start the match day uh, roster for Spurs due to quote-unquote fitness issues, also known as not being at training camp for the past two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. The other big name over Tottenham, uh, his his partner in crime, sadly alone scored, Hyungmin uh, Son. <laughs> this actually it does not upset me as an Arsenal fan because we're going to be facing City soon. A loss to them gives me the slight hope that maybe we can get a win against them. It's the, the smallest margin. I will say I do love the the reactionary attitude from so many other um, people who cover soccer of like City lost a game. Does this mean their season's over? What's wrong? Do they need her? Like all these things. I'm like, guys, it's week one. Like, yeah, like it's funny. It's great to see like these crazy blowouts and to see, you know, a city lose, you know, on Liverpool win. But guys, it's week one. You cannot make end of season predictions in week one. Especially when it comes to any big team such as Manchester United, Chelsea, or City, or even Tottenham. Yes, I said that. Uh, Man City's starting eleven was the most expensive in history, averaging, averaging fifty five zero million pounds a player. They're gonna be just fine. Don't feel bad for City just yet. Uh, one more note from England: um, Basingstoke Town FC played their first competitive match in a long time on Saturday, and they won one nil against Binford Town. Uh, Scott Armsworth scored the lone goal for Basingstoke, so that's awesome. Hashtag Artan United. You can't watch their games anywhere, but it's kind of fun to follow along. We, we like to know the chairman and the coach and whatever, so like huge Basingstoke fans over here at United fans. That that is a pleasure to hear. It's not all bad, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all bad. This is actually a therapy session. Yeah. Caleb every week just like brings me up and makes sure I'm I'm not like completely sheltered. Man, if I'm even new therapy, yeah. Oh. yeah, that's how bad the situation is. 
<laughs> oh, man. Um, the world is burning. <laughs> um, Let's move on to the shootout. I'll let you even do the uh, first news bit to lift your spirits even more. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dortmund beat Frankfurt 5-2. to two. Yes. Yes. This is this is <sighs> so good, especially since it comes off the, new, the back of news that Bayern Munich drew their first game. Uh, one one against was it Mushin Gladback? Stop the count! <laughs> Stop the count! Uh, but you know, Bayern Munich doesn't come online until after February anyway, so I'm gonna enjoy this this yeah. this opening win. Uh, for new for new listeners, that's the uh, German two United fans derby, which is Dortmund Sasha's team versus Frankfurt my team, and you know, whatever man, what did you in England? I guess. <laughs> Uh, the lead that debuted on ESPN, um, which is great, great presentation, all that. Barcelona beat Sociedad four to two. Real Madrid beat Alaves four to one, and Atletico beat Deportivo two to one. Um, I think most of these games were on ESPN Plus. I think the Real Madrid game was televised on like cable. Either way, um, just another lead to add to a reason why to to. Uh, subscribe to ESPN plus and if you want a new lead to get into that hopefully is now going to be more even because of the salary cap when out Lolita, they just lost their biggest star who cares <laughs> it's a team game god damn it I mean Memphis to pay to pay I heard did well in that yeah, first Barcelona very game good yeah player. so very good yes. player uh, <laughs> speaking of good players uh, <laughs> PSG won with Neymar and Messi uh, in the crowd. <laughs> Our notes say, "Who cares?" Uh, hey, yeah, if people who have <laughs> been in sports, which apparently I do. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm like scrolling through, and it just says like League Une. I'm like, it's Monday morning, League Une. Is this like a rerun? And then I look over, and it's like be in sports. I'm like, oh, I apparently have this. Okay. Well, Sasha, we'll be going to your patisserie every week to get your French lead takes. Sasha's patisserie. Uh, and you know none of the opinions will be stolen because all the commentary will be in French. And I do not understand <laughs> French. Unless they're talking about apples of the earth. Voulez-vous coucher à ce soir? That's all I know. It's not, I mean, some weird places in France. No, <laughs> some weird situations. Anyway, uh, the Dreed Super League just had to start at the end of the month. But teams haven't secured a TV deal or agreed to COVID protocols, so no one really knows if the league is going to start at all, or if ever. Um, so just watch this space. We'll have some updates if the Greek league is going to play it out. There's some big teams there. Uh, Olympiakos is usually in Europe. Uh, Pantinakos also usually in Europe. So um, yeah, I have high doubts that the league will start. Concern, considering a third of the country was like ravaged by wildfires. There were like pictures that astronauts were taking from space, and they just showed like the middle third of Greece. And this is—I'm not trying to make this comical—is was just scorched. And I would—I would assume that has some impact. Maybe it doesn't on, on the Greek I, Super League. You're, you're probably <laughs> yeah. right. Um, this league is also kind of just kind of wild. There was that one time an owner brought a gun into the oh, field. Um, I think he's threatened the ref. I mean, it's, it's probably true he threatened the ref, but. Yeah, the Great Super League is just as wild as their uh, finances, I guess, the of Greece, I mean. Yeah. Remember that whole thing when Greece was like, 
What's money? Oh no. It's those two dollar beer nights, man, in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Just two dollar mead. Whatever they drank back in ancient Greeks. Greek times, ancient Greece times. I don't know. Ambrosia, is that alcoholic? I'm not sure. <laughs> um Man, this nectar of the gods will get you fucked up. <laughs> it's only two uh, shekels. I don't know what we use here. Not not Kronos. Uh, God, I don't know. At one time, I knew oh. what the old old currency was. Pieces of you know, just pieces of metal. Drachma. Dra- yeah, I don't know. It's it's something in it's in the Percy Jackson series yeah. that I probably read a few times. But oh well, um, maybe. Zeus will make them watch or make them start the lead on time. I don't know, man. <laughs> so we're we're to end the podcast, but Sasha, what social medias are you on? <laughs> and if you were Dada on Olympus, which one which one do you want to be? Uh <laughs> <laughs> You see I saved the last question for the end. Yes, yeah. That's how we did it. Yeah, you. exactly. Uh, uh I would like to be <laughs> uh well, you know I am I am on Instagram. Uh, at Alexander Sorsloth, I would like to be Poseidon and just control the water levels, because I, then I could remove the the horrors known as Inter Miami off this planet. <laughs> <laughs> so the horrors, yes. right? Two syllables. Yes. Okay, it sounds like horrors. For I mean, I, 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 would, I assume I remove both. I don't know how how buoyant horrors are. <laughs> <laughs> We're in some murky waters. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Real Caleb FC on Twitter. At Caleb Olson seven one six on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at TWO United Fans on Instagram and Twitter. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash T United Fans. Three thousand monthly to our Slack channel. And when I remember to ask you for questions, you will be able to ask us questions. But man, this Monday wasn't Monday ass Monday, you know it what was. I mean? And I would all want to be Hermes, teaching run real fast for a long time. Also like dot of tricks and stuff. I don't know. If you remember the Percy Jackson series, it's pretty Wait, dope. you mean tricks like whores? Or... <laughs> I had to bring it back. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to our lead commissioner, Eric Olson. Cause a month or two shout out at the end of each episode. And I think we should end this like five minutes ago. But with that, <laughs> shout out to Suni Lee, Minnesota legend, and shout out to the mad villain, MF2, Rex Prince.